You are listening to Conversations in the Cloud, a weekly podcast where IT leaders exchange insights about issues around cloud architectures for the data center. And now your host, Alison Klein. Welcome to Conversations in the Cloud. My name is Alison Klein. I'm very delighted to have Prakash Advani with me today from Canonical. Welcome, Prakash. Hi, Alison. Prakash, we've been spending the last couple of days together at uh, the Intel Cloud event in Penang. Why don't you talk a little bit about what you do at Canonical and, and why you're here? So, so I manage the business at Canonical for most of APAC uh, countries. I work with a lot of customers doing large deployments, both in the enterprise and in the government segment. I know that Canonical has a long history with eucalyptus and is probably primarily known from that from a historic perspective. The last time we had a Canonical rep on, one of your colleagues was talking about your OpenStack announcement. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that and how the traction in the industry has been with that technology? With eucalyptus, we have uh, more than 20,000 Ubuntu enterprise cloud deployed. Ubuntu is also the number one public cloud operating system. So we have the largest instance of Ubuntu running uh, both in Amazon and in Rackspace. And with the transition to OpenStack, what does that give you from a standpoint of flexibility and customer requirements? The best thing about OpenStack is their entire solution is completely open source. The development platform is Landscape, uh, sorry, Launchpad, which is our uh, development platform as well. So they use the same tools that we use for development. So it's easy for us to integrate into Ubuntu as well. And it's essentially a much bigger uh, consortium. They, there are 60 companies behind OpenStack. So that tells you the scale at which OpenStack is going to be in the next 12 months time frame. You said that you are focused on working with customers in the Asia Pacific market. How do you characterize Asia Pacific in terms of use of cloud and um, where customers are in terms of the adoption of cloud? So the interesting thing is we are an open source cloud solution. So mm -hmm. we appeal to customers who are looking at cost saving. So customers in India, China, and other regions where people are more price sensitive, they don't want to buy the expensive proprietary solutions. Ubuntu is a great option for them because they don't need to pay any money. They can just go download Ubuntu and set up their own private cloud. And, and if they need support from us, they can come and always buy when they go live with production. So we are appealing to that segment of the market which wants to try cloud today and maybe adopt over the next six to 12 months time frame. I know that you've been demonstrating the reference architecture that Canonical and Intel worked on together. Why don't you walk us through the technology and about how a customer would actually use this within their environment? So what we have, uh, we are demonstrating OpenStack. We are showing Landscape, which is our management tool to manage Ubuntu instances. So we're demonstrating how, Ubuntu, how Landscape works, how to manage, patch, take remote control of the machine, push scripts on the machine remotely, uh, etc. So Landscape can manage Ubuntu running in the cloud, running on physical servers, running on virtual servers, running as a desktop operating system, workstations, public cloud infrastructure, private cloud. So it can manage Ubuntu running anywhere in the environment. The reference architecture, is this something that you can use with customers in terms of initial evaluations? Absolutely. Today, customers can start testing OpenStack, they can start doing POCs, they can start testing their applications, and uh, you know, next year we're going to release the next long-term supported release of Ubuntu Server, which is uh, 
12.04, by that time customers would have been ready to go live and we would be ready uh, as well from, from a OpenStack completely integrated with Ubuntu. You have a personal cloud solution as well. Can you talk a little bit about that? So we have a very interesting product called the Ubuntu One, and it's a personal cloud solution. So anybody using desktop or mobile phones can use that. And essentially what it does is it's got uh, a storage facility. So you have online storage. Mm -hmm. You can synchronize your data between your mobile devices, so iPhone, Android devices, uh, and on the desktop side with Ubuntu and Windows, and you can synchronize all that with the cloud, so it's available to you anywhere, everywhere. So you can access all your data from your cell phone, for example, as well as through a browser interface, and it allows you to stream music. So I can copy my entire music collection, or I can purchase music online, mm -hmm. and from Ubuntu One, I can stream that music to either an iPhone or an Android phone. The other interesting feature is it allows me to synchronize my pictures. So for example, currently I'm in Malaysia, my family's back in India. I can go around in the market, I can take a picture of a dress for my wife. It gets synchronized with the personal cloud and she can see the picture of the dress in India instantly and she can say, hey, this is a nice one. I can probably just buy it over here. So she can experience what I'm taking pictures over here, sitting anywhere in the world, because it's all shared using the personal cloud service. Well, I'm glad that you've prioritized keeping your wife happy with your technology. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but it does sound like an interesting value proposition. If uh, any of our listeners want to find out about Canonical products, either for the enterprise or from a client perspective, where would they go? They can go to canonical.com or they can just search for Ubuntu One. Fantastic. Thank you very much for being on the program, Prakash. Thank you. It's great being here.